0: Can you talk?
1: Hello, and welcome to another Horror Review. I'm joined once again by Dale as we continue along the filmography path of Sir Predator Jackson. In this episode, we're talking about (laughs) heavenly creatures. Released in 1994, the film tells the story of two teenage girls who meet, forming an intense relationship whilst creating uh, the fictional world of Barovnia in their minds. Love and bonding soon turns to tragedy as external factors come into play. The movie was made on a budget of $5 million and brought in $5.4 at the box office. So technically, this is his first profitable movie. Are we going the right direction? Hello. Hi. Oh, sorry, I forgot you're not allowed to speak.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> I
1: have to interrupt you at every opportunity when you try to talk. It's a proper thing to do. <laughs> I
0: don't give you
1: a Oh, my goodness. Oh, we were perfect. We were... I
0: headphones. No, can... I'm taking my headphones off. <laughs> oh,
1: Is that was doing it? Is it the, the headphones? Always has to be something, right? Oh, hang on, right? <laughs> I've broke, broke my partner. Oh no, I've broke my cast. <laughs> are we good? Yeah, yep, sweet. Yep.
0: Cool. Sorry, I muted you. How's
1: it going? Uh, we are grand. Uh, oh, there's Chris on the chat. I'm uh, glad you're joining this, mate. Um, we're doing them okay. all, so not everything's going to be horror. It's we're just going right along with filmography because why not so cool it's such an interesting rabbit hole and this one oh my this is where things change this is where I see it do you remember what our questions being the first three how the hell did we get this this is where it turns so this yeah. is actually um this is based on a true story do you want to do you want to tell a little bit folks about that
0: yes it sure is um so this happened in um, 1954 down in Christchurch um so yeah um there was Pauline Parker and Juliet Hume um who ended up killing um Pauline's mother Honora um yeah so and they were arrested in 1959 for it um it's actually still talked about today so um, and what I found really interesting was that the, when they were both released five years later, they both, um, well, P- Sir Peter Jackson ended up making Heavenly Creatures and outed them. So yeah, their new the- identity. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: They were given yeah. new identities. They both left New Zealand. One came over to England. Another went to, where did her go? Did she go to Italy?
0: Um, no, they... Uh, so pauline ended up um doing a degree in auckland um they're moving to england and doing a writing school um juliet ended up so funnily enough they both ended up in scotland um so juliet actually passed away this year in april it's, um, yeah, it's all that bit. yeah so i'm wondering you know how they both ended up in scotland after being released if they actually met up again that, that's something we'll never know but yeah it's um
1: it's not because of the time period it's not a sensation like if it happened today it'd be cameras yeah. and everything all i'd actually um uh it would just be a, a an absolute show to be honest but the marriage to actually it's amazing that actually pulling and up working with children like kind of shows how things uh that, that couldn't happen today and the both yep. the both became religious, and that you know almost atoning, you know trying to atone and all that kind of stuff. Um Yeah, yeah well, they, um,
0: they were very young when it happened. It's a
1: tragic story. It is.
0: It is, isn't it? I'm not for it's
1: those just... two. Those two, I don't care about. But, mm, just... Um, and I think Peter's, I think Jackson's kind of he's given how he feels about it by the way he's told this story i don't know if you picked up on that
0: yeah absolutely like yeah. he so he he, made, he changed some details some major details he did
1: but he also changed. he also has made it very clear how he feels about it mm. without preaching i don't know um if i'm picking up this yeah. the same way as you
0: yeah i can see elements of that and yeah yeah definitely um hmm, interesting just yeah, he he did. I think he changed some stuff just to make it a little bit more palatable for the for the viewing. Um, but he did keep really quite authentic. And you know, um, oh god, it's so exciting! Just the emergence of the two worlds together was just oh
1: uh, yes, um, oh yeah, Chris. According to the troll on the internet, you're trying to silence her on purpose. <laughs> Everyone's read that. Yeah, we've got a lovely last stream we did. Um, I don't know if you've kind of noticed we had a wee bit of problem with connection issues. <laughs> Hence why we had to do jiggery and pokery like we're doing now, because um StreamYard get their shit together. You know, our friends in New Zealand are entitled as well, you know, flip and get it yeah. sorted of out. Whatever the hell you're doing over there, fix it.
0: I know they're always fixing up the, our Wi-Fi and everything. It's just like, oh, my God, it's useless. But, you know, this platform is quite cool. Skype works. Yeah, yeah. that's it. But, so you know, we did have a connection problem, so that troll should just pull her head in. Um, I didn't feel like I was being ambushed by three men. Thank you very much. Um, there was a delay in the communication. So, yeah,
1: your head in. Also, in case you have noticed, Dale's not shy. So if Del has a problem, she'll bloody tell you.
0: Yeah, I will.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I <don't>, um...
0: <laughs> Liberated New Zealand woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, for flip's sake, do you think I've got to speak to some meat pointless person? Flip sake, come on. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs>
0: actually, I might shove you some really crap movies, but that's about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be the first. You won't be the last.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> some people even
1: call themselves my friend and do it to me. You <laughs> know
0: Yes, would that be cameron by any cards
1: yeah and chris has done it as well <laughs> i had to watch maximum drive again duh. Oh, god. oh god that. out uh, yeah check out review that's that's so much fun
0: oh hilarious Gosh. yeah well yeah this this case Where, was guys, um, yeah i th- i think peter jackson really portrayed it really well um even though he did change some details but i think there was an intention behind that
1: and that's what that's what i'm saying he's this is, not a, this is not a stupid man. He knows. You know what I mean? He, we'll, we'll see in the level of detail. So he's not oh. going to leave things out. But I think he's done it. Because it was so easy to go, oh, yeah, poor working class girl. Oh, such a drudged, drudgery hard life. Blah, blah, blah. No wonder she was enamored. And that, that could be the narrative. And he's went, nah, nah, that's not yeah. right. And I think that's why he's changed, like her home. He w- he wanted to represent him. Uh, you can tell me if you agree or not. Because what I was saying at the start was, um, God, I'm, I I need to put their flipping ma- names up. And <laughs> I watched this movie just like half an hour before coming on. Um, Pauline, <laughs> yeah, Pauline's parents, right? They're loving. She's in a in a good family. They're interested in her. She's even got her own flipping. Room and the shit, you know, I mean, she's got like her own place, she's
0: got- yes, that's right. She's in the sleep out. Mm.
1: So, considering, um, like got would make a perfect guest room, but she's yep. got it to get her space, considering how big the family is and everything else, she's indulged, she's doing well at school. Yeah, the, the brought across that, yeah, she had to go into hospital for a while, it made her feel isolated, but at the same time, she's not a victim people are smiling talking to her yes. the only thing she can't do is uh pe
0: yeah that's right
1: that's you know what i mean and, and in fact i'm surprised there's only one person on the bench because when i went to school up in, uh the biff bench you know all the sick notes like the pe was nearly full
0: i used to do that too <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: was yeah, a, I was a big chunky lad right i've always been a big chunky lad but i bloody dead sports mm. I was I that was a mad thing. I was flipping active. Like even through teen years and stuff, I never understood people. Um, the only time I sat on the bench during PE was when I had a rugby match. So if we uh, right if our team was playing, you didn't do PE because you know what I mean, you made sense. You're flipping you're trying to win a match, so you're not gonna go neck of yourself. I did it once. I was stupid because I, I was wanting to I was trying to get into um sports day, I was trying to get when the swimming event so i went into the pool one day and then i went to the rugby pitch afternoon i'm just like flipping <laughs> i learned never to do it again so i just accepted sitting on the bench those times but yeah, yeah that's that's the only thing but the and i think jackson's on this delivery sorry we tangent there but um he's set up she's got a nice home life her parent, both parents love her both parents are together. I mean, they're a family unit. Yeah. And I think he's done that deliberately. So the change in her is more shocking than... Um, the other one? Juliet. Oh, my God, I should have. Um, Caitlin's this character.
0: Oh, Juliet.
1: Juliet, yeah. For a
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you know me and names. Hang on, I'm going to... So, uh you, pauline you, yeah because <laughs> i'm so, going already
0: i ended up with eight pages of research notes and you can't even remember their names
1: i'm terrible with names i can remember weird random details right but you you introduced me to a bunch of people i've forgotten you introduced me to four people i've forgotten three of them like within five minutes that's why i don't oh, but... that's why i don't follow sports teams because they thought of remembering everybody's names that just fills me with dread. That's why I don't follow celebrities because I, I don't remember names. Have you ever seen me talk about movies and going, Yeah, that actor he was really good, he was in that horror thing. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't sink in. Names are terrible. Okay.
0: <laughs> You're forgiven.
1: <laughs> oh, we've got uh Gabby's in and I want to believe. So uh some of your crews in the chat saying hello.
0: Awesome. She ended up watching it a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, this movie, so she might have some stuff in there to say. <laughs> That's
1: good. That's a, um, mm. this is the um, what I think is amazing about this um, it's the madness of Peter Jackson. Like he's still got it; he doesn't hide that. But this, he gives a purpose, and it works. And i like you 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 absolutely bloody genius.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Just his meticulous, you know, details to um, even, you know, uh, we started off with um, Henry with the fish, you know, singing to the fish, you know. I mean, that's a Peter Jackson. (laughs) If ever I saw it. It works. (laughs) It bloody works. He's so great at characterizations. you know. He really, really develops his characters and... You know, he puts them into places, and he makes sure that they've got that right facial expressions. And I mean, the facial expressions were huge, really, really amazing during this. I mean, especially when the girls started changing, and you, you know. But we'll get to that later. But yeah. mm. the thing I did want is uh, I did notice about the what he did with the film was he made, he made Pauline's family life, even though mum and dad, um. Seem like really good people and everything. But they've got a lot of lodgers staying there. And a lot of, you know, a lot of lodgers in yeah. the house. So, yeah, it's quite a busy household.
1: Yeah, and that's why I'm saying, even in the busy household, she had her own space. So they even gave her the respect of making sure she had her own space. Because that would be more valuable. That little out bedroom yep. would be more valuable to a lodger. They would have paid more for that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, so the fact that they gave that space in the movie, because in reality they weren't actually they didn't run a guest house he wasn't a fish manager they're both um grounds people they worked for um a museum wasn't it no um,
0: it wasn't a private know?
1: household it was um Park. he was a no, gardener was like... she was a housekeeper yeah
0: yeah
1: and they worked for the same oh. place right.
0: yeah hmm interesting
1: Yeah. um, And like I said, I think he's done that deliberately because he wanted to show the hominess.
0: I think that's why he did it. Um, Because if they
1: were in a big house as the keepers, there wouldn't be any difference between their life and Juliet's.
0: Yeah. We see the upper class with the middle class family, you know. um, Whereas if, say, Juliet's family, you know, because they were housekeepers... Um, if Juliet's family weren't portrayed in that upper class sort of echelon, um, I don't think it would have just been another poor family dynamics, you know, and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have had the impact.
1: Yeah, have uh, had the impact. so he's he's made changes, but he's made it to tell the story, and I like the way that he's making a point without beating you over the head of it with it. Um,
0: Subtext is really strong in this movie, A eh? He so I he
1: is basically... He's disgusted by this crime. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can get that... You can get his actual personal disgust yep. through this movie. And this is somebody with a, a sick, depraved, dark sense of humour that we all love. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying, the difference... Why horror fans know the difference between fantasy and reality.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's telling the story of an actual occurrence and through his storytelling he's shown his disgust at the crime which is done so brilliantly it is and you you don't have the to... also okay so here's a question if you didn't know this was based on a true story say you missed the end credits or the, even the beginning credits because it, it, it does tell you but it gives you that opening but if you didn't know this was based on a true story what would you think of the movie
0: I still actually would have really enjoyed it because of the intricate details and all the the stuff that is actually in there i just um i, I think you can watch it definitely without knowing it's a true crime
1: mm. right. you? So, mm. yeah because there's a lot of, uh, it would um it would sort of take away their relationship so you've sort of gone what are these two girls up but then again He's making you, because in reality, you're like, "What the hell are these two? What the hell is going on in their heads that made them go down this path? No way." Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we know it's got to do with abandonment issues. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Well, definitely
1: with um, Julia. But, um,
0: yeah. Oh God, I was just going to say something. Ah, oh,
1: damn. Never mind. Sorry, sorry that I cut you off again. Sorry. No, you didn't. <laughs> did it just
0: did I... out of my out of my. <laughs> head. Oh no, 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 no. I I think. Even without it being, um, without it being, at, um, you know, we knowing it's a true crime or anything, I think that what people would have gravitated towards would have been the parallels between the fourth world and the reality. Um, so he's showing the emergence of the two together and the chaos it's caused, mm-hmm. and the the well, what happens in the future, you know, because of. Than what um, having to be separated and that I think people would have got the gist of the story anyway you know and they, I think they would have enjoyed it.
1: Mm. Yep, he did very well with the setup because we're, we're seeing these uh, old time video reels and it's showing. Um, I love the res- I love the way uh, New Zealanders receive pronunciation. You know, and <laughs> it's like the whole. Um, be, i don't want to say it because the bbc has fallen so hard that, that used to be like the standard if you remember now they have just uh
0: yeah
1: it's not a good standard yep. now they've fallen from grace massively but yeah. the whole idea of received pronunciation never being proper and um god those school school scenes were just like Ugh. i just remember some of my teachers and i'm like
0: Ugh. yeah
1: they yeah. were just phasing out corporal punishment when i was at school yeah, me too. So yep. I think I was one of the last kids to get caned and slippered <laughs> before they oh, stopped it.
0: yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was never caned. <laughs> I was good
1: at two shoes. Uh, no, the thing is, though, um, it became apparent that some of the people went into teaching was so they could beat kids. Like, that yeah. was their thing. Yeah, I know. And he actually does well with his school scenes here. That they're the sort of teachers. So yeah there's not um it's not a it's a very militant environment if you have issues or problems you don't talk to your teacher
0: no Mm -mm. no i went to school exactly like that my college was exactly like that so um i recognized it straight away the headmistress and the you know all that sort of i mean we had nuns Running yeah. our classes at school. Oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> god. You couldn't talk to them about anything. <laughs> they would have been gutted.
1: god you'd end up in the bottom of a well. Yeah. Flip's like, yeah. Uh, in Northern Ireland, the historical abuse, well, actually, I think it's in public as well, but the historical abuse inquiry is still going on and they're still on earth yeah. gnarly stuff. And you're like, oh, God. Ugh.
0: Yep, that's right.
1: Glad it the other side of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> i i think if i was that over that side i'd have been screwed up beyond recognition as banned off of the teachers um what our teachers would do um just our our neighborhoods were so deprived like it was a case that they were deciding the level of deprivation and prioritizing cases but they would have just rung social workers and kids would have disappeared yes. Freaking...
0: shocking eh
1: oh it was bad times bad times yeah. but this 12. this just um sets that scene so if you're a troubled teenager you have no one to talk to and if you've issues at home or if you're trying to figure something out or you've got abandonment issues or what else, you have nobody to talk to
0: no 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 they internet got, back then they were coming out of world war Two as well you know around that period so you know
1: i don't think people understand the impact that war had no, like um everyone's now oh and people trying to say things didn't happen and all and you're like no th- that was the war that messed everybody up and don't forget it happened so close after world war one yeah like and that messed people up and there's still people running around with shell shock it's not ptsd yeah. but you know what i mean there's people running about still with shell shock from world war one Some of them went straight into world war Two. others were like home while the blitz and all happened and uh And It was the entire Commonwealth was involved, you know what I mean? Um, yep, so nobody got left out. It was that's why it was called the World War, you know. And then the the whole social, political, and once stuff started coming out about what actually went on, yeah, yeah, mess with people's heads like you don't, um, you don't feel that, that.
0: yeah, exactly. And um, so I think New Zealand over here, where we were just, um, just coming to grips with everything, you know. so, yeah, like I guess it set up a whole different um, attitude here. I guess so. At the time of these murders, of the um, of the murder of um, Honora, that that I mean that that was unheard of. Basically, it was unheard of a, a child in uh, what do they call it, matricide. Um, it was a rare, very rare occurrence over here. Nowadays, it's not.
1: Well, back then, it was mm. so, yeah, um, yep, you do. Um, so in Belfast City Center, there's actually a uh, part of the second half for New Zealand uh, soldiers or service people. So it's actually, you yeah. know, what I mean, that we we're all, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter how far apart, you know, what I mean, we were it, all, it was know, all shared. Yeah. It's a massive share of trauma, you know. And I think that's partly why people close down emotionally.
0: Yeah, possibly.
1: That's because that's normally the reaction, you know, part of the reaction to trauma is you shut down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They could explain a lot of things, you know, absent parents, delinquent children. Parents too busy working, you know, trying
1: yeah. to... Latchkey um, kids, that was a thing of the you know, the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Mm. Yes.
1: But yeah, so we've got all that, and he sets it up with a few still, like a few, um, uh, what do you call it, archive videos. Yeah. He manages to tell that entire story in about three minutes that we've just rambled about. You know, he manages to give that whole... and also showing New Zealand in a positive light as well. You know, so he's basically going, this isn't a crime-ridden hole. This is actually a nice country, a nice place. This is what people are like. Um, This isn't normal.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Brilliant. You know,
1: can't be nothing but impressed with his uh, storytelling ability.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's, he's amazing. He is, yep. I mean, even the first scene, <laughs> I mean, my goodness, there's a Peter Jackson entry, if ever I saw one. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> yeah, it just cuts straight to the end of the movie. So basically what happens at the end, the Two girl, you've got them running and blood and marking, like, even the camera shot, is, it could have been out of bad taste or uh, dead alive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Yep, yep, absolutely. There was a lot of running in the film, wasn't there? Did you notice that? It mm-hmm. was a lot of running.
1: Mm. And he proves that you can do running. You know where horror movies um is all slow paced.
0: Oh god, and that... trip, fall over, and yeah. get back up. Yeah.
1: Look what he's able to do even in nineteen eighty three. He's able to show full on running, full sprinting through trees and bushes.
0: Amazing. It was so well done and it wasn't um it it, you know he he did it he did it with an intention and you know not just because it looked good but because he could do it and he did it you know that's um yeah i found it really fascinating that he used that for half the movie i'd say a lot of running yeah yeah
1: And also he's done, you know what I mean, there's people try to do running scenes and I think there was a movie I reviewed where they tried it and the, and the cameras actually broke because they couldn't keep up. You know, he's actually managed to do this. Back in
0: 1994, right? Yep. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah.
1: No one could touch us, man. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not that I idolise people, but hey, he's pretty just, cool. The-
1: you let somebody's work speak for themselves. That's the thing. You can put people up on a pedestal and they don't deserve it. But you let someone's work speak for themselves and um we know this he's got a massive sense of humor. You know he, he isn't like a Christopher Nolan who's up his own backside. He you know he isn't a George R. R. Martin type. He's you know, you know he's somebody you could go and have a beer with,
0: for example, you yeah. know,
1: and enjoy his company and have a chit chat and a laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: down to Lovely guy,
1: yeah. So now he's taking on a serious... This is his first serious, you know, movie. Yes. And you're getting it. Like, he's he's just uh sprinkling the manage, magic. Um What was it Chris said on This is five years away from Lord of the Rings being filmed. Are we seeing anything yet? Well, we're starting to see the fact that he can take serious subject matter. Yes,
0: yes. Definite change from the uh the previous ones yeah absolutely. um and I think he did it justice as well, really he didn't he didn't like you said, he kept it all really contained and I think that was brilliant that he did that, how he managed to do that keep keep it quite contained um just everything you know it's just it's like everything he does has a purpose, just even even the facial expressions that we see later on in the film.
1: Oh there's so much characterization in this.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, he doesn't end it with characterization, he does it with everything else, you know. Um, the plot and the story, and you know, he tied it all together really nicely.
1: Mm. And that's the thing, we're not going to pick apart the plot here because the plot is real life. It's so when we're asking, so I'm uh, one of the questions that I put up here was the initial bonding between the two girls. Would have been more would have made more sense if they were ostracized, like if they were outcasts, both of them. But I think Peter Jackson's deliberately shown that they weren't outcasts. So basically, what he's saying subtly is there's no excuse.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: He is giving yep. you his opinion without yep. beating you over the head of it. It's so brilliantly done. This yep. is how you storytell. This is if you've got an opinion on something, this is how you do it. Not this you nonsense today.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Amazing, eh? Yeah. I think if he had have had them as ostracised, um, bullied, um, I just don't think it would have worked.
1: Yeah, because it was given. You know, he, he was given a reason. But basically what he's telling you by making this movie is, I do not condone what they've done. I, I've looked at this, and we all know his attention to detail. So he's looked into this. He's wanted to make this movie because I think it's something now I haven't seen any interviews Um, that's something I'll probably do afterwards to be honest to see what he actually thought about it but yeah. I can almost guarantee he's was shocked by the crime he, he'd probably say that he was shocked by the crime he was disgusted by it and probably that he saw no reason why it happened
0: yeah you're right that's just yeah. a guess
1: from his storytelling that's what he's telling me
0: yeah yeah yeah, I think what he's doing is letting us know that, you know, in their delusional world, they ended up, well, disconnecting from reality. That that was not an excuse, but I think that was the truth of the matter was they were delusional. You know, they weren't ostracized. They didn't grow up in unhealthy households. Julia knowing. did. In the movie, she did. Yeah, definitely.
1: Oh, is there a difference of opinion?
0: Um, I don't know much about Juliet, like the actual facts around mm. Juliet's family life. Um, I haven't dug into the history of it, but from what I see in the movie, she's basically a spoiled rotten. Uh, but then I, you know, she was
1: she's not loved, she's uh, a piece of she's a trophy, she's a she's a she child is, because you have to have a child. That's
0: yeah. Um, you know, she was in hospital from five years on till 10. I mean, basically her parents dumped her in a hospital. Um,
1: At that age as know. well?
0: At that age. Oh. Those are very important, uh, very important years. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, Gabby said Juliet was neglected. Yep. That, that was yep. actually, um, yeah, that's a form of child abuse. But
0: Yep, absolutely. I mean, she had everything she could possibly want. You know, but she didn't have her parents' love. She didn't have their attention. And that's why she built up this fourth world um was an escapism from her real life. You know, it doesn't really matter what her parents job was or occupation or where they live. The fact is is that they neglected her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why Jackson set up uh Pauline's you know, he was very um Careful and very meticulous about how he set up polling. Like we we'll see it with the first scene of the records. Yeah, yeah. They're and this isn't the first. They're shown as well. This isn't the first time that her father would come in joking with her. You know, what I mean, they're in each other's lives. They laugh and they joke, they play with each other. Um, even later on when uh, she was filming this it's like, do you want to come and help me build a birdhouse? And Honor's yeah. like, you used to love go building stuff for your dad, so you're getting all these messages that. Pauline had a good family life, and then we're seeing the contrast between the two. Yeah, and I think what he's trying to say, and let me know if you agree or not, but he's as confused as I am watching this movie. Going, how did Pauline end up enamored? Now, I can understand, somebody comes in, brimming with confidence. We all gravitate towards confidence and competence and things like that. You know, that's how you know, be impressed by people. But how did Pauline become so enamored with Juliet?
0: Because I don't see it.
1: I don't see it in the movie. I don't see the reasons why.
0: I I thought about it, and I actually, you know, the school scenes where she's, Pauline, okay, it looks like she's got friends. It looks like people know, no, she doesn't have friends. Um, It looks like people like her. but, however, you could tell that she was really awkward. Peter Jackson made her really awkward in the um, school scene before Julia enters. Did you notice that? She, she reminded like... me of
1: Lydia out of Beetlejuice, to be honest.
0: Right. <laughs> I was getting those
1: sort of vibes.
0: Yes, yes, right. Yeah, that dark brooding sort of, yeah, I think... I th- I think that that's what's happened is, you know, she's she's going to school, going home, going to school, going home, and then finally, wow, he's this this girl who walks in and she's full of full of herself. She's arrogant. We can see her arrogance immediately. Um, and I think maybe she had um, homosexual tendencies, perhaps. You know, and she, well, she, she, I think she loved the naughtiness of Juliet, you know, standing up for herself and painting, you know, in the art class. I think because she was really-
1: a, a, a good student, top marks. Yep. Um, yep. we got it. Okay. What well, what was it? Oh, got an A, you know, we'll, we'll get that whole scene. And it's not like, okay, tell me right. It was all her parents are invested in her, not demanding of her. Yeah. And, She's doing well. People nod and smile at her. She just doesn't know how to do it. But there's nothing like it. Like, would you consider Juliet to be a likable character? No. Do you see any <laughs> endearing right. qualities?
0: Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. Um, so I think maybe that is what attracted Pauline to Juliet was the fact that she was different. And she did stand up for herself. She was well travelled. Um I don't know if that's true. Um, but in the movie she was well travelled, you know, she was she was just a bright light. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's yeah.
1: Mm. I think um I think this is a bit that's or maybe see, I don't think he's done this. I think he's done this deliberately to make you scratch your head and go, how did this happen? Because he if he wanted to show Pauline living in drudgery, he could have easily done that. Yeah. So, yes. And and this whole thing, oh, you're working class, you must be, you know, blah, blah. No, you can be working. Working class used to be something to be proud of. Yeah. People, oh, God. it was the, there the were known, you know, the terraced houses were little palaces. People scrubbed their front step. Um, I remember um, like back, back home people, like uh, tradesmen, they wouldn't go to the middle class, say carpet salesmen. They wouldn't go to middle class houses because the middle class houses would have had the cheapest carpet because they spent their money on the expensive schools, the music lessons, the the dinner parties, right? But if they wanted to sell expensive carpet, for example, they went to working class houses because that's the ones that, oh, I'm getting the best for this. Funeral directors, I've known quite a few funeral directors in my life, The people that pay the most for funerals are working class people. What middle class and upper middle class? You know they will skimp out as much as possible because they want the inheritance. Yeah, they will buy the cheapest coffin, the shortest service. You know, I mean, they they right down to the bare bones. It's working class people that actually spend on things like that because it's important. It's not about the money; it's about personal pride and. This has been chipped away at recently. It's a, you know, don't want to get into that, but I'm just, you know, it used to be working class wasn't, didn't mean bad, didn't mean you're terrible, just meant, yeah, you'd less no. money, but there was a culture, you're proud. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah,
1: absolutely. And I think he's deliberately set her up this way. Yeah. To show, because I think the media made a whole thing about her being working class and her being middle class.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I- by the way, outside of the Commonwealth, you probably don't get this conversation because it's we all have a rigid class system, you know, it's.
0: Yeah. It, uh,
1: so what you might think in other parts of the world, you know, <laughs> the class system is really a massive thing.
0: Yeah. in the Commonwealth countries, definitely.
1: Mm. Um, and that was. Uh, The media probably made a big thing out there and he's just saying, no, that doesn't mean... So he's given his opinions as well on the working class without beating you over the head, telling you what he thinks.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: He's going, yeah, working class isn't bad. You can have family. You can be proud. You can have stability. You can... uh, Because she's doing very well too. You can succeed. You know, he's telling you this.
0: Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. And I think he's 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 also showing that you know it doesn't matter where you live, who you are, you know um, what where you come from, you could potentially turn into a murderer. Yeah, you know?
1: everyone's one instance away. You know, just one one moment.
0: Yeah, that's right. Or anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's habitual criminals. I don't have time for because anyone can make one mistake but if somebody keeps doing it again and again well guess what You're, you've chosen that lifestyle don't make excuses yeah
0: that's right it's a lifestyle their patterns
1: yeah um another thing was and like i said this isn't a plot i think you just need to understand the context of this conversation because it's a wee bit different <laughs> than what we normally do yep. um considering Juliet's history with her parents and the events everything that happened would it not have been more logical for hume's mother to be targeted so why was it pauline's
0: i i think pauline because well you know you when the when the girls started getting to the delusional world of the fourth world um i think it was it was um it was Pauline's mum who actually noticed it first off, didn't she? Um, no, it was um,
1: it was Juliet's father in this.
0: Um,
1: the professor he he
0: yeah. Was the one brought However, the
1: concerns? Are you? Oh, are you talking about um, the change in that uh, character?
0: Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. But um, I what was the question? <laughs>
1: So logically, if this was a, if oh, this was oh, a normal right. movie and we're following the plot a and nostril. looking at the lifestyle choices, it would have been more, it would have been more sense for Hume's mother to
0: be right, the
1: the one to be the target because she is despicable, she is an absolute scumbag.
0: Yep, yep. The yep. fact yep. that was Honora, she wasn't really trying to stop the girls from having a friendship as such. It was more Pauline. Uh, Pauline's mum who was starting to get a bit little bit concerned as well. Um, so I think, you, you know, because they did say quite a few times in the movie that she hated her mum. She hated her mum because she wanted she wanted to keep the girls away, um, apart, you know, at one stage and I think you know, like she said, in order for them to be together or in their f- fourth world, mum has to die. So they targeted her maybe because she was more accessible she was, I don't know but just just the way it played out
1: that's the thing, this is probably what's got people scratching their heads in real life and that's why I'm saying we're not we're not picking apart a part movie and that's it's a you know what I mean? That's there if, was a
0: lot of fighting and a lot of arguing between mum and daughter, but yeah. that happens in real life, you know, and that daughter doesn't usually go on to kill the mother. So there's a there's a lot of different things going on in the background mm-hmm. that with the purpose behind her being the target.
1: And that's what I mean. Uh, Jackson himself's trying to tell, you know, I think he's trying to lead you down this path. Yes. And I think that's the crucial thing that you've brought up, is this break from reality. Yeah. That's yep. where it's all got they twisted. Yeah. Um,
0: and you see the emergence of the two worlds coming together. In the background, you can see uh, Bonovnia, Bonovnia yeah. and then you can see the real world, you know. It's just The sex scene
1: with, um, God, the, the pedo, because what age was that guy, John?
0: God, what He's a great He's, he must be in his 20s, right? What a
1: creep.
0: What an asshole! Yeah. And then he becomes Nicholas. <laughs> I mean, oh so my God.
1: She is that far removed from reality that the fact is a bloke's appeared in her bedroom, got in the bed with her, and she's just completely, like, not even realising.
0: Not there. Yeah. She's just disassoci- she's dissociated from herself. She's, um, yeah. But then you know, in the next scene, she's like, blah 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 blah, blah, telling him all about who the fourth world and everything. And um,
1: yeah, but she's not really telling him, is she? She's just because she, we've mom- seen her do this to herself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the actual sex scene was I could have done without that, but. I can see why Peter Jackson did it to show the disconnect between realities.
1: Yeah, but but the first scene, obviously, in the bedroom, like, she's yep. already got that... You see the starlight complete, that disconnect there as it is?
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. And oh, she already what, uh, told Juliet that he uh, fancied her? Yep, um, that's right.
0: And, and how did Juliet react, eh? Oh my oh, goodness. That
1: was... But then that's... That
0: more abandonment, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, no, Juliet's, I, I, a I, Juliet's a more
1: straightforward character, I think. Juliet's some more straightforward character.
0: She is yeah, she, underst
1: you know, I mean, she is the understandable character. Yeah, it's Pauline's the one that I'm confused by, and I think the movie is uh, also. Confused by Pauline and trying to explain Pauline. Yeah, don't know if you agree with that or not.
0: Yep, um, I saw glimpses of that as well, and I, I myself was wondering some questions. You know, what, how, how did she get to be like that? You know, um, it just, she just seemed so normal, I guess, except for that brooding sadness she had um she just seemed like a normal person a 14 year old girl you know yeah, just
1: she's... being a you know a, basically one of the first golf chicks you know just that sort of thing Eef. way about her um but there seemed to be no harm in her she's still got joy out of life you know when she put yeah. on records and danced and Eef. joked with her parents and that and we already knew they had a loving relationship and the parents made time for them both parents yeah. her sister she's got banter with her sister Yep. Kids in school say hiya. So the yep. the her, she's not like, the only time she's off to the side is PE. PE,
0: yeah.
1: And there's a legitimate reason for it because we see her leg. And she had the condition where basically uh, it's almost like a a form of crepitus, you know, the calcium in the bones solidifies and yep. does weird stuff. Yeah, Um That's right. So it wasn't she was like I said, she wasn't trying to get her out of PTE, she wasn't shamed for it.
0: No, no, everyone was just normal with her, right? It's yeah. just Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I think this is a. Fa- honestly, I could almost say that this affected Jackson that way when he ran into the story. It's like, why did she do it? Yeah. Why honor her? And he's telling that story, because I'm I'm in the same mind. I'm going, why? Yeah. Juliet's yeah. easy to understand. Juliet's laid out on the table. You He's, know what I mean? That's straightforward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd like to ask him. <laughs> I'd really like to ask him, <laughs> you know, uh, what was going on, you know, well, what his thinking was behind it. But um, obviously, we can't. But Gabby
1: says um, she thinks it was her wealth that drew it, but I don't know. I don't think it was that.
0: No, it
1: wasn't that, You know, it's not that. It's not that easy. That's. I think this is a genuine mystery, and I think the movie is actually telling us we don't know. We're trying to figure it out, yeah. but we don't know. Yeah. This is not right. Yeah, this should not have happened. There's no logical reason.
0: No. For then uh, it, I come full circle back just to delusion. You know, and they were
1: refused the insanity plea. By the way, I don't know if you, yeah, they were refused the insanity plea. So,
0: well, no, they weren't insane. (laughs) Well,
1: yeah. (sighs) So here's here's the question. Here's the thing we have talked about before. When does mental health issues develop into pathology? Where's that line in the psychosis?
0: That's right, because they basically were mentally ill.
1: Oh not so much monetary, but wealth with life and experience that Juliet had. Oh right. Right. Oh, so right. So was Pauline feeling as if she wasn't getting to live life because of because of her time in hospital? Does she feel like she's missing out?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that plays a little bit into it as well. And it didn't seem like, I mean, in the movie, it seemed like mum and dad weren't that wealthy, which is why they had to have lodges.
1: Oh, yeah, and you saw with the Christmas, the Christmas present, you know, the thing that... But at the same time, though, no, it wasn't as if
0: that's yeah, what, the, that's what the movie.
1: It's not like I said. If, if they had a harder living in drudgery, and misery, yes. And I think this is once again. That's why I think it's done deliberately. It's to make you question it.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Um, yeah, well we done don't. It. I've grown up from, in.
0: We walk away from the movie with more questions than I, you know, without as as to why what the fuck happened yeah, you know well, and i
1: think that's the purpose i think that's what the movie's actually trying I, to do is to make um when i i like uh, my family didn't grow up with much money um and it was always hard and plus i was one of those rare people where both my parents were married and i went this way everyone else is broken home so basically there's two families behind their kids you know what i mean they, they financed them so you had two sets of families you know and the way that bought their kids affection was the money. So there's people um just cash flying about the place and I could never understand it and I always find and then um so because this is making me think about my life. This is weird. No way. it's not normally when okay. when these movies make me go, hang on a minute, how did I how can I draw parallels with my own upbringing? So yep. we didn't do foreign holidays because mum didn't like to travel; she got stressed out too much. But we had a holiday home.
0: Nice. Yep.
1: So. Um, oh. That's what we did. We went this, you know, we coastal town, uh, place called Malah. Went there, and that's where oh. we spent the entire summer. Wow. Which actually was a good and a bad thing because it meant growing up in Belfast during the eighties. <laughs> um, if I had a maybe stayed. All summer who knows where i would have ended up but yeah you know bad times bad place yeah but it also oh, yeah. it also made me a target because then i became a bit different because i never mixed with people in my neighborhood right so i spent all summers and like spring holidays now i we went we yeah. went to the, the holiday home and it's funny because with people from all you know i mean it wasn't as a f- stately home or anything. that was a flipping week uh what do you call it a caravan you know nice car got a nice car on too you know it's all all decked out and stuff really cool um and oh, nice. the people will see him but other kids would maybe go for two weeks and disappear again and back and you'd always new people so i was always like ostrich you know slightly off i wasn't like the rest yeah and i had different experiences growing up yeah. so i can understand that you know maybe feeling about oh i want to fit in
0: yeah that's but true It was happy
1: you know i mean um i didn't hit my parents over because actually i was happy when we went away and stuff and stupid things believe it or not see stupid things like picking blackberries and raspberries and you know oh. making jam there was always the amusements I went down to sea crab fishing and you know sometimes somebody takes us out in the boat and stuff you know yep um yeah. So I can understand. Yeah, there's kids that ha- always had money, flashing the cash and stuff, and they went in the, the the holidays to Spain and stuff, and they boasted about it. And part of me was a bit jealous because wanted to do it, but also I wasn't feeling neglected either.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Because w- we just did it differently. Yep. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, we, we we didn't take trips overseas or anything. We we went camping, you know, on the beaches and things mm. like that for holidays. And you know, um, nowadays, you know, people want to fly overseas and all that sort of stuff, and they're well traveled or whatever. But you know, there are families who can't afford to do that sort of thing. Um, but that was okay. You yeah, know? but that, that's uh, all
1: about the experience, and that's what I'm saying. It's not about uh, wealth, and money, and yes, um, just the. Gabby's point is, she's seeing experiences. She's feeling, just maybe feeling left out. But I also think this movie's not trying to show that. The movie's trying to make you go, "Nah, why she done that? Why she done this?"
0: Yeah, yep, you're right. The movie's not
1: trying to explain The, the, the. The movie's trying to make you ask, "Why the hell did they do this? This is not just wrong, but you know." illogical completely illogical
0: totally yeah
1: yeah and that's yeah. uh yeah and that seems to be the main you know you have um you know, notes that's that's my first half of the questions in this movie is
0: it makes no yeah. sense no it doesn't does it it's
1: i think that adds to the tragedy
0: murder is senseless at the end of the day it doesn't really make sense there might be a reason why someone's done it but it it doesn't make sense how someone could choose to do something like that you know and I think it's just showcasing that it doesn't matter how old you are or what class of family you come from you know it's once you're in that delusional state um all sorts of bad shit can happen Mm -hmm. you know and we you see it in this movie, and he showcases it really well, I think. Um, particularly with the fourth world and Mario Lanza and, God, turning, turning superstars into saints and the altar. That oh, was, out, was
1: of um, out of it. I would say there's an almost, because uh, there, there's a few hints thrown at this, there's an almost abusive relationship between Juliet and Pauline.
0: Did... did do you
1: think so? Yeah, because that scene at the altar was the first instance. Because when Pauline tried to add her contribution, who was it, Orson Welles? Uh-huh.
0: That's right, Orson Welles.
1: And she yeah. reacted so violently, you know, and, she, yeah. ca- you know I mean? The loving character changed like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, it did.
1: When she mentioned the, the guy having a crush on her you saw it um where when else there's another scene so anytime and i think i think um, you mentioned the abandonment issues
0: because it was a scene there where she was running after um deborah um through Belovnia, their Mm. makeup world um and she's Uh, Yeah, so I think what we're seeing there, particularly in that scene, is Pauline running after Deborah, um, you know, she's Gina, (laughs) and then there's Deborah, Mm -hmm. so Julia is Deborah, and she's running around looking for Deborah, you know, chasing her through that scene. It's like um, she's a little lapdog she seemed like a little lap dog you know Mm -hmm. she's fallen in love with this person who obviously loves her a little bit but i don't think she loves her as much as pauline loved juliet
1: would juliet be a classic case of a narcissist
0: that's exactly what she is she's a narcissist but that's due to a lot of factors really due to absent parents neglect being stuck in a hospital for five years. Could you imagine being stuck in a hospital for five years as mm-hmm. a five-year-old? If she, I mean, she's missed out That's... five whole years of living, you know? And then she gets TB, and then she ends up in hospital again for her. And then her parents fuck off overseas and leave her. I mean, who the hell does that? Her parents are nuts. They're just...
1: They're not nice people. They're... That's what I'm saying. If I had, been... had been Juliet's mother...
0: Yes. Yes,
1: and I've I think seen, actually, I've do you know what? I think, um, I think Jackson's telling us that too. If yeah, it was going is. to be anybody, that's who it should have been.
0: It's who it should. Why have been.
1: Honor? Honor did not deserve that in any shape or form. And they, even um, like we'll, we'll we'll jump, we'll we'll go to. I mean, we'll get to the last scene, but even that whole lead up, Jackson's telling us how he feels about the whole thing. Yeah, and. I have to agree with him to be honest. Like he's mm. not, he's not being edgy or he's not trying to be smart. He's actually. This is a. I didn't expect to feel something. <laughs> Honestly, um, you know I've got a sick sense of humor. You know I'm not phased by many things. Nope. I was not, and I've watched this twice, like within two days. Um, and even the second time, it's still shocking, and I don't mean. Oh, gruesome! I mean, psychologically shocking movie.
0: Yeah. Psychologically shocking, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I had so many questions. I want. There's so many questions running through my head. It. I actually had took took a few hours to unpack. It disconnect from the movie. Um, even um, Kate Winslet. This, you know, this was her first movie. Mm-hmm um and look how far she's gone now i mean she's won so many awards and and all that for her acting but even she was traumatized from doing this i mean it was all filmed on location where the crimes actually happened it was all filmed at the site of the crimes um and it actually traumatized her to the point where she got really depressed when she returned home to england um she just said she couldn't get out of character she couldn't break the character you know she couldn't leave it behind so that just goes to show how powerful the movie was you know um even for the actors and mm, i found that fascinating. it comes
1: across that's the thing it, this comes across on screen
0: yeah it does um method acting eh? i think this might have been a lot of method acting happening here um
1: just true character acting, doing yep. research, getting into the zone. Peter Jackson, this is, um, we'll obviously we'll get the future movies, but he can take the top talent and reduce them down to actually what he wants. Yep. Um, I can't wait to talk about that because there's some, um, I'm watching a lot of Christopher Lee interviews lately for something to keep popping up. Uh, obviously, yeah. fascinating guy, but, um. Yeah, this is what Jackson does. He gets the best out of the cast. He has a story to tell. And um I can't wait to do Lovely Bones, because that's that's a fantastic oh. one as well. Yeah. Um, that's what he does. And you have to once I think we've talked about this at the start, you have to believe in somebody's vision.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And if you can get people to believe in your vision and bring them on board, you've got to, you know, you people will go the extra mile for you
0: and you can see they went the extra mile yep you know i just i keep coming back to the facial expressions but they're so important in the film um oh, just that 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 hatred that was in their eyes i mean how do you do that as an actor you know to have that that sense of um you know portraying it as just this immense hatred for Pauline's mum and it's just like she's got this um, unrealistic attraction to Juliet's dad Henry, no Herbert, mm-hmm. yep no Henry, Hilda and Henry, that's right, yeah. so she's got this uh, what I couldn't understand was why does she love Juliet's dad but not her own dad but, well, but um, he her.
1: do you know what he's done what I just thought about this right now there's two singing scenes in us.
0: Yes. The balcony scene and the fish scene.
1: No, 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 no. No. The 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 fish scene and the car scene.
0: Oh right. Yes.
1: Now, hey. Look at the contrast between those two. And I think he's done that. I just realized he's done that deliberately to show. Look at Pauline singing, like she's joking with her dad, he's coming in joking, and her mother's laughing. Um, Lodgers are going, What the hell's you know, a Lodger's coming through going, These people are all cracked, but he's laughing as well. You no, know, he's you know, that good good vibe. They're in the car and they're singing, How much is that doggy in the window? Yep. And the three kids in the back and the parents are just like, yeah, okay. Oof, oof. Where if that had been Pauline's parents, they'd have been on board with a toy dog, yep. and you know everyone would be laughing. There's yep. the there's a complete right. contrast between the two families, and it's showing the disconnect. Because how can Pauline look at this and think that's better than her own family? <sighs>
0: Shit! <laughs> it, it makes no sense. It's a, it is. It makes absolutely
1: nothing sense. The, It's not meant that you're meant to go. This makes no sense. That's that's what that's what I love about it. It's actually Jackson's going, This crime makes no sense. Yeah, I can't make sense of this crime. I'm gonna show a movie to tell you I can make no sense of this. Yeah, oh,
0: brilliant, so brilliantly (laughs) clever. Oh, so brilliantly clever.
1: Oh, oh so do a, If you could lend me some I of that cleverness, it. I think I'd go do all right in life. Could, <laughs> you go, could, could you bottle some of that up and send it over here, mate? Honestly. Oh, yeah, please.
0: <laughs> Put some of in my letterbox when you're driving past next time. But no, you're right. The contrast in the fathers, I just clicked as well. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah, and and then, and then you have Hilda, the you know Juliet's mum, who's having a full on affair. Oh, it just oh, is, I don't. Know. Is that her He's first talking. affair?
1: Because um, yeah. I think I put that in the notes. Yeah. I don't think um, what do you call him? Bill. Bill, yes, I don't think that was the first client
0: Uh, No, I don't think so either. I I, I found it very bizarre she moved him into the house. But then again, that's another story altogether. But um, uh, Jackson made her out to be really provocative. Did you notice that? The movie star, Greta Garbo sort of. and Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that would not have worked if they showed their proper occupations. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I don't think it was her first um, extramarital affair.
1: No. No, and then Mm. she found somebody obviously rich enough. Yep. That take over the finances. You know, this is a calculating woman.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then the fact that Henry lost his job and had to. I didn't get
1: what that was about. I think we need a I bit don't... more context for that, because that that meeting they had, I didn't understand it.
0: No, but, but what we did see is a little bit of him stressing out throughout this, the movie. You could tell he was somewhere else in his head, mm-hmm. and I think where he was was trying to sort out finances and, and work and that, but we didn't get to see that. I but think we, we
1: got... needed... That's the only thing I would complain about this. I think we need a wee yeah. bit more context with that.
0: I, I think so too. Because we
1: had him as the absent-minded professor, you know, harmless. Yeah. Um, Absent-minded, like when he pulled the sandwiches out of his pocket, like completely dissociated that he had them there.
0: Yeah, for days.
1: Yeah. But I think what we needed was a bit more context of what he was... like. <clears throat> was he just disassociated? But then we're getting the, uh, the fact that he was coming to a head in a rector's position in the university, which is just to be like most of jobs you just sleep through. So, yeah. how can you be that controversial that you're getting fired from a university? We've got none of that about him.
0: No, we didn't. Um, it didn't make sense. No. So, that's the no But elaborate, he needed to elaborate on that a bit more. Mm. Since he was such an important role in the movie. You know, it kind of made no sense that he was getting stuck at a meeting, getting told he either retires or he's going to get fired. I mean, or transferred to England. It's, yeah, that was a bit baffling.
1: Yeah. Were, we needed more context what was going on there, and that it might have explained why he was um, so distant. Yeah. Because it yeah. seems like somebody like him wouldn't have got Hillary if that's the way he was all the time yeah so he had to have had a bit of charm about him and something so the way we went along like this movie mainly focuses on pauline because i think this is um the confusing tragedy of this is her story
0: yep but i think
1: um i think he needed a bit more context to explain because when he did notice them and he's the one that raised the concerns about the daughter's Yes. When he sort of had that moment of, you know, back in the real world, oh, this is going on under my nose and I haven't noticed. And yep. then he took action. And he was, you know, he wasn't just the dithering, absent minded professor with a could have had orgies in front of him, not noticed. There's something going on, but we didn't get that about him, which is only only bit um, disappointed him with this movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The characterization of him was, it, it sort of lacked, didn't it? Yeah. Um, it lacks some substance to it we just, yeah like I said you you walk away thinking what's going on yeah, what, what was the intention behind that and I think if he was aiming for subtext it's like well I think we missed the point Yeah, <laughs> I missed it anyway because so. his
1: whole point as well was to move the, to be somewhere for warm climates for his daughter yes. so but we didn't get the loving father, we didn't get his he's if I had a bit more context of his motivations and why he ended up butting heads, we would have understood more about him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We know
1: his wife. His wife's absolutely trash. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's let out playing. And we know that Juliet, because I think because of the time and era, her father was trying to be the provider. Yeah. I'd rely on his, his wife to Be the nurture mother, but the wife has no, doesn't have a nurturing bone in her body, she's completely no. 100% self centered,
0: absolutely self centered and fake. She was fake, loving on her daughter.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, um, another thing is with using um, Borovnia. We'll get to see Jackson's special effects. Like only Jackson yes. can use his special, ef- like bring Good. his spatial effects in a movie like this, which normally wouldn't have if this was done by anybody else, it would have just been like a few cameras, shakes, and lenses, and you know, screaming stuff. But he actually uses his talents and spec like even from the plasticine models, the we're we're seeing his level of detail. Like I could have just been like squished together or something. I would have made, you know. You know, no, I but he's actually put out level of detail and the bloody sandcastle scene, that blew me away.
0: Didn't it? I had to watch it again. I had to rewind it because I was just like, how? How did he do that? Get tra- I mean, obviously, he's done something, but to have the camera travelling through the castle, it was just amazing. It was, yeah, that was definitely Peter Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a meticulous...
1: Yeah, yeah, and the girls looking through the windows oh, yeah. and all, and then even, even right up to the last minute with the, the wee brother piles into it. Yep, it's so well done. Um, and just his I level, mean, you,
0: you wouldn't think of even doing something like that, would you? That's, no. that's his imagination, right? God, yes,
1: but once again, yeah. you're not getting taken out of the story, you're getting drawn more into it because he's shown, I think, by putting the details into the world of Brovnia. He's shown how it's possible to get dissociated from reality. And if, obviously, first pops up when um, Juliet's parents are going to go away and she just completely has a breakdown. The fact that they didn't even notice that nice. she's. They think it's okay just to leave a child for five years. And what happened with the Wee Brother? That's another confusing thing. The Wee Brother. Yep. He's a completely different character.
0: Yeah, he's sort of not there, is he? He's there in some scenes and then where is he the rest of the time? Yeah,
1: I don't know. So did this all um obviously there's an age gap between them.
0: Yeah, well, um, when we first introduced to him, he is getting chased by Juliet through the forest.
1: Yeah, they're um, dressed and, up and you yep. know, playing games.
0: Um, I got a glimpse of her narcissistic personality when she was running through the forest after him. I actually thought that he, she was actually going to hurt him. Um, so, yeah, I don't know where he fits into all of this, but yeah, He doesn't oh, seem to be... I, he
1: seems to be more jolly and he seems to be more well-adjusted than just a normal kid.
0: Maybe that's why he was in it, perhaps, to show the the differences between the siblings. You, you could be right, because I, I was just like, well, why is he even in the movie? Because he didn't really play much of a role, if you know what I mean.
1: But he mm. did, believe it or not, in the short time he was there, because, like, like I said, he was... He They're... was
0: there to show something. Yes. Yeah.
1: He was the opposite. Was
0: yeah.
1: Why isn't he feeling abandoned? Why isn't he feeling unloved? Why aren't they both uh, going together? Our parents hate us.
0: Yeah, yeah. That obviously. Why they didn't were he tricked...
1: break down? There was no mention of what was happening to him. Was
0: completely, completely raised differently. I would say. Was he yeah, traveling
1: he... back with him? And she was being left behind?
0: Yeah, see what was happening? Yeah, that's right. Where was he going? Why was she getting left behind? Or why was she getting sent to South Africa? Where was he going to be going? Was he going too? Yeah. So. Which, did if he flag? was,
1: if he was, this would be a completely different story.
0: Yeah. Well, it would. It would have added something different. And it may might have taken. It actually would have taken away from the girls if there was, if he if his character rose, if his character was more embellished or whatever, or more thought out. I think it mm. might have interfered. Mm, but
1: not sure. Again, this is, I'm just th- I know I'm just thinking about this like right now, as we're talking. That's why I, there's no notes or anything about. It, I'm just um, realizing we don't get any mention of. Was he staying with the mother? Did he? Was he going to go with them to England? And was only her being left behind? Because if they were both being, then she wouldn't be on her own. She'd be with her brother. And those two should then technically be close because they're going yeah. through the same experience. Not when she was five because he wasn't born yet. Obviously, the show and an age gap. Yep,
0: yep, yep. yep
1: but yep. if the behaviour continued, surely he would be affected in the same way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that was a bit of a plot fail.
1: Or is that deliberate again? I don't think I don't think Peter Jackson I don't know if I'm putting on too high but pedestal. He is yeah. still you know he's still human and he makes mistakes, but is that left there to make you think? Or I did he just so. not have time to embellish the wee brother? Same as the father. If it embellished the father a bit, we will get a bit more context about where he was coming from.
0: Yeah, I think it might have <clears throat> been the writing of it. Maybe he had to choose which which characters are going to stick out the most, and maybe they were actual side characters, but we actually wanted them to be more because we wanted to know more information about it and yes we are left wondering what the heck happened to the son where was he going you know why did he disappear from the scene and uh, i don't know it's just like um he had to be in intention behind it right because mm-hmm. he just uh, unless he did let the plot fall which i can't imagine him doing
1: no, exactly yeah, you I can't, can't imagine. imagine when you think of the level of detail he puts in and the fact that he's telling the story this way He's not doing things by accident.
0: No, and this is his biggest budget to to boot. You know, so far, so mm. far from what we've been reviewing, this is his biggest budget. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't gel, but then again, there's got to be a reason for it. So. Mm. <laughs> hmm. It's, yeah, that's a confusing
1: one. I only just thought about knives with Delenda. That's what I mean. And that's sure. once every time you think about this movie, you just get more questions. And I think that's um I think that's purposeful because this yeah. crime makes no sense.
0: No, no, it doesn't at all. It's, it's horrifying. It's
1: a truly senseless crime.
0: It is. It's sad because ah. Uh, You know, you should be able to argue and fight with your parents and not have your children turn around and kill you, Mm -hmm. you know, just because, yeah. But then I'm coming back to the delusion, basically, that they had um, created for (laughs) themselves.
1: You need to interview PJ to pick his brain. Yeah, well, actually, um, spoiler, guess what happens at the end of this series? We're sitting down going, oi, you, answer some (laughs) questions. (laughs) Jackson, here, now.
0: Yeah, we want you for three hours so that we can just pick your brain.
1: I'm just like, this would be the movie so far I'd ask him about the most.
0: Yeah, out of all of them so far, definitely. Yep, I've got questions. (laughs) Oh, I've got a question. How the hell did he get away with a teenage sex scene? (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. And Oh, by the way, there's boobies in this. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're... But here's a question, Chris. The Chris? the boobies are just underwater. So does that count towards our KPIs? Are we still 30%? You can see them, but they're just slightly covered with water. Or is that only like half a booby episode? <laughs> um, let us know. Because <laughs> obviously, this, this, um, this channel has to maintain 30% of the movies. Every month, press showage because <laughs> that's just <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what that start was. That summer party massacre started that it just became it just become a thing. <laughs> I'm just to it, it? It? Oh
0: my goodness!
1: Because as you know, gratuitous new violence and sex is all about horror movies, and yeah, we we'll get it in yeah. this too. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what age these girls were. Um, when they did this.
0: Um so Pauline was 14.
1: No no I mean um, not the actual girl. I mean sorry the, oh, the actresses
0: the, the um it was um oh how old were they? I think they were 15 and 16 16 16 years old, I think when uh, yeah, I can't so remember. It's,
1: mm, it's right in the knuckleland for because it, it's
0: bordering. Yeah. Um yeah, but then again, I'm not too sure whether or not there was a regulation then.
1: Um back in
0: the fifties.
1: The 50s, the 50s, no no the nineties.
0: Oh, oh right. I'm talking oh, about right. nudity
1: in movies. You have to be a teen, you know, it's that's across the board.
0: It's right on the border, of the crust, on the cusp of when they changed our censorship. So not sure how he got away with it, but he must have just got in just before it changed again. So because our I think our censorship changed in 1993, mm-hmm. so he might have been making this in 1993 right on the the cusp of it changing from, you know, well, that, that scene, I don't know if you'd be able to get away with that nowadays.
1: Well, now. no, I mean, no I do know this. Chop yeah, but, up and do that, but who
0: wants to see... <laughs> teenagers? But once again, to
1: see... there's no. Um, I know I'm making the joke about it, but there's no, no, I mean, there's no like titillation in this. It's not.
0: It's, it's not, not for sexual
1: gratification. It's actually. No. Fits. no,
0: no. What I was going to say was it was really artistically delivered, which is, it, it wasn't graphic. Um, this is it. It had a purpose, and you know that's when Nicholas came into the story, right? When she ran away, went to John's place, and then he became Nicholas. Was it
1: the first yeah, was it the first bath scene? Yeah, it was the first bath scene. But also it's demonstrating because she's covering her sitting up, covering herself, and she's Juliet's flaunted it basically, you know, and um it's showing the difference in the two characters, so the
0: the
1: scenes actually make sense.
0: They do. But it's just funny
1: because I just thought I'd throw that in that we've got you know. Case we're getting yeah. too serious, you know, we need to be a bit of levity because <laughs> it's.
0: Did Chris to you?
1: <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Probably, get <it. laughs> Probably get it later. It'd be funny, but um, at least we at least we're keeping up to our standards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One Benjamin's- thing.
0: Why on earth are all these movies you're watching got sex scenes in it? Hey, it's and, horror. It's not, not my fault. Ask Colin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you've picked someone too. Don't give me a. a I know. I know. I'm you, bad. You, you shoved some tallywackle in my face in Midsummer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was, <laughs> that was. <yeah>. That weird <laughs> flipping
1: mother grandmother flipping uh, sex scene was like, oh, what the hell?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, thanks for that. Really artistically delivered.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I
0: was. I'll never watch it again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
1: dear. Uh, Fun times. That's why we love the horror genre so much because it's just. (laughs) It's so much.
0: There's a lot to unpack, eh? There's a lot going on in horror movies, guys.
1: (laughs) But yeah, that's. Like this hasn't been done to go way. It actually, it all fits because there is a it's there's a layer of sexuality, but I don't think it's actual sexuality. I think it's emotional intimacy. And do you know yeah. why you can mistake emotional intimacy with physical. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because there's a lack, especially in uh, Juliet's case. You can understand yeah, yeah. why there's, you know, it, it does lead where actually in real life they denied anything like that happened anyway. Apparently, they're interviewed, but still, it fits with this movie because that was the yeah. whole thing. Um, it's interesting because they even bring in the scene of homosexuality, oh, you know, and the big close up of the guy, you know, um, was it the yeah. professor?
0: Um, the Dr. doctor, Bennett. the doctor,
1: yeah. Um, is considered a mental illness, and just the way he's talking, yeah, we're making great strides, and you know,
0: to cure it, to cure homosexuality. What a doofus head! Oh, my but that's goodness. how it, you know.
1: And people would scream now and say that should be banned, but how can you say, okay, ban it, and then people don't see it in context?
0: That's right, right?
1: You know, you know what I mean? Um,
0: yep, yep, yep. If you want to deliver something, you know, authentic, well, you have to be authentic. So you don't just swipe it over because the normies don't want to hear that homosexuality was tombed as a mental illness back in the 50s. Well, we, it was, dude. Yeah, so People know.
1: got um, locked up, institutionalized. What? It happened. You have to, you know what I mean, you, you have to see it. Did No, not to go back there. Um, That's right. The problem is the flipping uh, rainbow mafia today are kind of making their case for the the way they get on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it is.
1: It's like, calm down folks. We've we've already seen this and that's why the 90s were... That's weird considering the 90s a golden period in history when there's that much crap music and TV about, but in terms of people actually accepting each other and trying to get along yeah it was the best era yeah yeah and now we're like devolving back into flipping stupidity like we're going oh. back into the 50s because it's it's just gonna the more this antagonism goes the more it's going to end up that way and
0: yeah you're right Is people, possibility? someone has to step yeah. back <laughs> who's yeah. pushing
1: at the moment you know what i mean just,
0: yeah. who's gonna back down first that's right you just have yeah. to stop attacking yeah just get on people just get along yeah. stop
1: attacking and antagonizing because this could come back
0: it could potentially and absolutely. you'll have
1: a you'll have a lot of people with no sympathy yeah
0: yeah
1: because you, the minute you burn people out you lose, you know and keep poking and poking and poking well guess what yeah i okay
0: yeah yeah
1: But we've got this, we'll get the whole back the stark background. It's funny because there's this whole stark background and the way Jackson just casually has it. This is the way things are. But it's not, you know, I mean, this is the way life was, but still he managed to inject because normally people do portrayals of the fifties, it's always very dark and unhappy. Yeah. Yet we're seeing here that people that there was a happiness, there was a unity, there was families, there was love.
0: Yeah.
1: And even yep. against this super strict people accepted like the schools. Yeah. Super strict. But then when you come back in your home life, you you kind of put that away. There was a separation.
0: Oh absolutely. Yep. Yep. And that's clear in the movie too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
1: and then when she goes and gets a job when julia yes. effectively throws her future away pauline try pauline point when well, she bodies.
0: goes to work yes she decides I... to leave school and go to work and in that era that was exactly what happened mm-hmm. yeah you leave school at 14 you go to work and you get married at 16 have children and build a house and go to work that's basically
1: and once what again, there's that stark, you know, workplace environment, but that's why home lives, I think, were more vibrant and colorful.
0: Yep, absolutely. And there was that it, it was, whole, yep, attitude. Yeah, yeah. We saw that in the movie, too. I mean, he, mm-hmm. you know, he had all the, all those flash cars there, and, um, you know, the trams again, and, uh, yeah, the vintage cars and, and all that. And, um, he could have portrayed it as a dreary, dreary suburban area, but you know, it was all full of color and light, and everyone was dressed immaculately, and except for the bum that walked past at the, the cinema, who happened to be Peter Jackson, yeah, um, doing the cameo appearance. Um, I don't know why he likes to play himself as a beggar,
1: <laughs> I, I guess think he just, a just cool has stuff. a
0: laugh, I, I, yeah, I just don't
1: think yeah. he has a. I don't think he's up. It doesn't come across as somebody who's up his own backside. Like, when you see his interviews and all. He's just, he doesn't care. So, to him, he's just having a bit of a laugh. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, doesn't yeah. He doesn't take no, himself we... too
1: seriously. So, that's um, respect to the guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, I don't know if they're trying to make Pauline out to be a victim in this subtly. Of Juliet's influence, because even from her arrival, Juliet's a like a force of disruption, you know, a, a yeah. destructive force as well. Because, um, the scene, even in when Juliet visited Pauline's family and had dinner, yeah, she had to take over the entire conversation, had to be center,
0: she did, and um. Herbert and, um, you know, Pauline's parents looked quite shocked, I think, by her, their daughter's new friend seemed a bit bizarre Mm -hmm. with her stories and, oh, I'm going to Hollywood and I'm going to be a big famous blah, 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 blah. Um, Yeah, you can see the difference in the daughter's sitting there at that table, you know, Pauline's like, oh, you're so, you know, oh, puppy love sort of thing, and there's Juliet, like, just taking over the whole house, just taking over the whole scene, and, yeah, you can see that she's very up herself, snobby.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Narcissistic.
1: (laughs) I don't think this is maybe betrayed. I'm starting to wonder now. Was Juliet the force? Because she was obviously the dominant one. Um, I think Gabby said that as well. Um, yeah. Did Juliet want to destroy her family? Did Juliet see something? Because I don't think we got an indicator. Like we didn't. Anyway, they got the intense jealousy when John arrived in the scene and she mentioned them. And uh, yeah,
0: I never thought of it. Did Juliet that.
1: see this family and decided that she had to destroy it?
0: I didn't even think about that. I'm only thinking it, about this now because
1: I've been scratching my head about the the nature and what I use. is has this what the build-up's been and why it ended up being the focus on Pauline's mother, Honor. Was Juliet doing it to destroy the thing that she could never have?
0: Well, while Juliet was in hospital with tb that's when pauline got the idea that her mother needed to die do you remember that
1: yeah so, i remember Nadari. The but then again honor came with pauline the visit Juliet. Yeah. yeah when her own parents buggered off that's
0: when, that's when she got concerned when the girls hugged and reunited remember mm. um when she took took her to go and see Juliet at the hospital, um, they actually looked at her with disgust, like, what are you doing? And in, you're intruding on our reunion, you know? And I think that's when we really got to see that, oh, God, that these these two are capable of something dangerous, you know? The looks on their faces just said it all, you know? Um. Yeah, oh, it's hard to say, just...
1: Is this, um,
0: so I'm not sure if it was in, I, I, am I'm, I'm just trying yeah.
1: to, I think I'm maybe just trying to rationalize. I can't help it. I
0: think, I think you are <laughs> cause I'm like trying to as well, but it's like, I don't, I don't see Juliet ha- had any intentions to do that, but we don't know because she, she did have a real narcissistic streak through her. So mm-hmm. That possibility could be there.
1: Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think I'm just trying to... Because the crime makes no sense. And the fact that the way we're shown here, the wrong mother, you know, for one or better term, was targeted. Yep. Yep. And the fact that Pauline was the one that had to complete, you know, had no reason to follow the path she did. Juliet did. Pauline didn't.
0: No. And no. is that maybe what he's
1: trying to tell us? That there's, when he's looked into this, it's like Pauline had no reason. They end up in this, you know, crazy, vicious cycle. There was no reason for that to happen.
0: But she still did.
1: But she still did. And it ended up on her, paid the price. Yeah. Which should have been a teenage infatuation, and as we always say, creativity is good. So, how does writing a series of stories, you know, and exercising your imagination turn into this? Yeah, it's it's a tough
0: one, but I I think what I think what Peter Jackson's trying to do is push the narrative of her. a lesbian relationship, come on, be franked. I think that's basically what it is, because their friendship supersedes a normal friendship. You know? But it wasn't,
1: um, um, um it was more than that.
0: Yeah, that's right. Like it I said, right.
1: I, I'm the, what I'm getting from it is emotional connection and they're mixed with physical, you know, I mean, it's not just uh, you're hot, because we see, um, no. Pauline no. has sex with a bloke and it's not that it's not a it's an emotional thing more than it's not just it'd be easy to explain it If I, that's what i'm trying to say saying they're lesbians would be easy way to explain this
0: but i don't think and i wanted to just yeah carry on sorry uh, sorry i'm just trying
1: to you know like i said there's more going on here there's more layers that just that simple explanation is not enough
0: that's right I know, oh, God, it was just so much to unpack, really, um, because then you got to think about, well, four, you know, 14-, 15-year-old girls during that, you know, they're just finishing up puberty and, and all that sort of physiological shit going on, and um, I guess that's, yeah, maybe that's why he's showing us a little bit of that, um, how a friendship can tip into something that isn't quite right,
1: sort of. And I don't believe because, um. Oh, by the way, I think about them. That was debunked apparently. Them not being allowed to the condition of no. the release. Yeah. Because actually, the Secretary of Justice um, said that was debunked.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it wasn't They're a condition, they were... so they had they had every opportunity to meet up. Yeah. The fact that they didn't. As far as we're aware, they live separate lives yeah. um the fact that they didn't get into other relationships as far so as i'm aware
0: was it a phase you know was it just I a th- normal phase i don't think
1: that... see i think it's deeper that's what i mean i don't want to i don't want to be flippant about it
0: i i think it started off as a phase then perhaps you know then we see we see the um the scene at the beach where Juliet finds out her mum and dad are going to separate and she runs off. Um, and, and then finally Pauline gets to see the, the fourth Bro- world. Bro-
1: yeah, that's yeah, what it comes to life. It,
0: it comes to life right then and there. And I think that's when their shared delusion turned into, I, I guess he might be saying, you know, delusion, there is, there's a fine line between delusion, mental illness, psychopathy. There's all that. There, there's so much to put in there that um, he just. I, I guess he was just trying to showcase that you know delusional thought of mind can end up being quite dangerous if it's not. And I could see they had no help. There was no counselling. There was no any of that. Nothing. And we we'll see
1: this with the background. That's portrayed that. Yeah and the lesbian you know i mean that was the times it was considered but they were still even up to that they were still allowed to be together it wasn't like they were pulled apart so it's not it's not that simple and i think it would be disingenuous just to write it off like that you know and because at the end of the day we're talking about something like tragic you know that came out of this there was no reason no logical reason for this to happen it was not not necessary Under any circumstances, they're able to spend weeks apart and write to each other. You can still have that emotional. Even back, you know, pen pals were a thing. Yeah. There was 14, what's five, six years out of someone, you know, especially somebody who's travelled about. Something went wrong there. And something got twisted. And only they know what. I think that's the, the message is that we can't make Only sense that... of this.
0: Yeah, but Julie, it was a huge influence over Pauline. Oh, without
1: a doubt, that was very evident.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, but this actual um up to the final scenes, like um the murder of Honor, there was an almost ritualistic aspect to it. The way that. They were going out for a walk. They were going to the tea house.
0: I think it started back in the bedroom when they were getting the weapon ready.
1: Oh, yes. Um, the, the brick had it was.
0: They were trying to, did you hear them trying to justify why they were, what they were about to do? Oh, no, we have to because she's she's an obstacle. We have to because she's this and she's that. And um. That, so I think it started there in the room with them just trying to justify what they're about to do and then when we get to the tea house scene it's almost like it's going to be honora's last supper mm-hmm. before her execution
1: very you know what i mean and we've seen in the land of barovnia there's executions it's all you know what i mean it's all a part of it yep it's the condemned last meal being marched out to the courtyard right that was all hinted me, through the to
0: me what i thought was when you brought up real um ritualistic it was like that's exactly what it was yeah yeah and then you could see you know when they're going for that walk i mean the look the horrendous look on pauline's face
1: pure as evil. You kept, you oh,
0: could... pure she'd lost. They they'd both lost the plot. They're both gone. They're not in reality anymore. They're living as Deborah and Gina. They're no longer mm-hmm. Pauline and Juliet. I
1: nice. think that's um and that's why I'm saying you can't just write this off and put it down. Oh, there were lesbians in today because it's not, it's Oh no. No, that's that's only that was only one aspect, there was just one form of expression between something deeper there's so much going on here we could watch this movie again and do another review and take another two hours flipping like and try to we could actually probably read the case notes I think and do another two hour flipping session on this it's you you know what I mean I think it's (laughs) a mind
0: this is should be a two parter this movie's (laughs) just so
1: (laughs) the movie the the real life crime event you know and go through it um
0: yeah, it was a wacky, wacky way to kill her, man. Oh, fucking stockings
1: were built well back in the day.
0: Well, I actually, I actually did a lot of other research on that. Oh, and you
1: at the back garden?
0: Uh... Yeah. <laughs> well, back then, hey, they had reinforced nylon stockings. Don't have those nowadays. So that's how. <laughs> And because it's a true story, you know, that's how they, that's how she died with a yeah. brick in the stocking, you know, they dropped something. So they dropped the, um, the gem.
1: Gem or jewel.
0: Yeah. Which was also, as you saw, was in um, the fourth world as well. You know, that, that gem was there on the ground. So it's like, Oh, that's, that's where we get the, um the murder scene coming. you know, their, their distraction technique. Yeah yeah, mm. that was horrifying. God.
1: Do we I mean, know I how know accurate this the right, depiction that... was of was the true graph? That's what we're kind of trying to unpack. There's a few changes to make a narrative point. Yep. Um, but pretty much, this is what happened.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, even if you research it, you'll see that most most of it's absolutely true except it just you know, a little bit of detail here that, you know. But
1: was changed with purpose because. Yeah. It's intention. uh, intentional yeah. to make you question because it would be too, this would be too easy to just be like, nobody could write this today because it would just be shit.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Nobody could do this today to trivialize it.
0: Yep. Yeah. They, they would make it into an agenda, right? Yeah. There was no agenda behind it that was just to deliver it in a really authentic way. Way. and
1: this is this is true horror because true horror makes no sense yes, true horror know. is like why did this happen and you don't know
0: yeah and you even do know you know and you
1: can't rationalize it
0: no i mean they, the girls were one of them i think it was um pauline was interviewed a few times she did some magazine stuff um interviews um afterwards and there was really no explanation as to why she did what she, why why they did what they did. It was just t- t- plainly, mum was in the way.
1: Perceivably, but as knowing <laughs> it's demonstrated that wasn't it wasn't, you know, wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um. I I wonder if the family talked to them. I wouldn't the imagine girl- Pauline's family talking to her
0: no i um, i think back then it was like just don't talk about it and it'll go away you know that was a different era i guess i'd say parents were a lot more absent if you know what i mean because they, they both had to work and parents had to work really hard um mm-hmm menial jobs sometimes and work late and you know that's kids could be alone at home at eight seven 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 years well, it was of always age the eight.
1: older siblings after, that's why it was large families because yeah. the older siblings basically that's raised right. the younger ones you know i was that's
0: exactly right did you have a big family i mean no I've, no i was
1: just a two yeah. fucking yeah God, but so... um weird my sister used to freak out she started if, um I was one of my parents to go out now and again, go out to the pub or something. And my sister would start, she'd start running up a street crying and stuff and making a freaking scene. You're like, what the hell? There's not even <laughs> two years between us. So it's not like it was a massive... I used to hate her for that name. Flipping uh, one time, I was changing... Uh, Mum and Dad went out for a bit and I was changing the fish tank. So you know all the fish come out in the bowls, but getting out the thing. One of my mates called me and I went around to his house for a minute, came back, she would let all her mates in and the flipping fish messing with the fish and they're all gone like and these were oh. cool these weren't goldfish these were like cold water fish like expensive ones uh yeah don't we don't get along <laughs> <laughs> i was still oh. annoyed you know it was like there's no need um oh,
0: God.
1: and there's a born out in the war you know <laughs> uh yeah but that's what I mean. That, that was family life, but everyone was in the same boat, so it wasn't as if it was
0: yeah.
1: unnatural, but like, we're it was shown here that the, they still made time. Yeah. So uh, he was debunking that as well. You know what I mean? As I said, it would be too easy to paint this as a black and white. Oh, this is why this happened. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason, yeah. and it seems to be, then I'll have to, I'm going to, you know I I'm not a massive fan of true crime, but this, 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 the way the story is told, has got them, me and got yeah. me wondering,
0: yeah, it does do that, doesn't it? Yeah, um, that's what I like about true crime, though, because it, it is horrifying, it's it is horror, it is most rawest, you know, there's it's, it's yeah, and this case really did unsettle the country from what I from what I researched.
1: Well, the, talking of agenda, this was actually the basis for the Mazengard report, which was um a big thing. Talking about um the lowering of morals and um what was the word? delinquency, delinquency, delinquency. You know, delinquency and um oh, yeah. and that started the whole thing. I don't know what like level of impact it had, No, it was like near area, wasn't it? Your,
0: it was in my area actually I found out um, <laughs> um so it's a place called Albs um it's, it's like a milkshake bar or something um they still it's it's a part of our history here in the hut and I didn't actually realize it until until I looked into it and oh just some of the ridiculousness about it it's just you know there was controversy as to whether or not you teach your children about sex at a particular age or or not because if you talk to them about it then it means that they're going to want to do it and if you don't talk to them about it then they don't they're not educated so uh, the government decided to take contraception away from anyone under the age of 16. So there were 15 year olds running around having babies it's like yeah, that, that's that's a hard one. I'd have to look more into it if I really really wanted to dive into it. But um, yeah, it, it did. This this case did prompt it, but there was also another case that did too. A fifteen year old girl had gone missing, um, and then she ran to the police and told them what was happening with the what did they call themselves the milk, bar milk bar cowboys? It was a gang. Mm-hmm. It was Milk Bar Cowboys. I think it was modeled off the American. Do you think it's. Hmm.
1: Never heard of it, so this is due to me.
0: Yeah. So it's like, you know, over in America, how they used to hang around at milk bars and things like that with milkshakes, and there's girls running around on roller skates delivering stuff up to the windows. Oh, right, Just right. like, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Oh, Grease. Like Greece. Oh yes, yes. I I think that's that's basically what was happening. So people were meeting at underages, underages were meeting at this this bar in the hut. And then they were going over to the riverbank and having sexual encounters and orgies and all sorts of things. Um it it just flared up over here. Um family planning got involved, they were at the they were trying to say if your child is of this age and is having sexual relations, then you can't have a benefit. And it was like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, it was quite a big thing. So I guess it goes to show what was happening in that era, you know, um, coming out of the war, you know, um, what effect that had. I mean, there was a the Great Depression and –
1: get yeah. what what always happens when there's no money there's no prospects people do sex and drugs the and uh, yeah. there is people shag people drink and take drugs because there's nothing else to do there's nothing to motivate them um i don't know if you ever heard of the study on rats the cocaine rats
0: no I right so
1: basically that. what what the dead was um if you have a, have rats in a cage And there's nothing, no stimuli, so it's just an empty cage. And you give them one drinking water thing just clear and one with cocaine in it. They'll go always to the water with cocaine. However, if you repeat the experiment, but the cage is filled with um, stimuli. So foraging and, you know, natural things. And you still put the same water bottles up. The rats won't go to the one with cocaine in it. They'll go to the normal bottle because they're fulfilled
0: interesting
1: so it's and once again it's just that's everyone and blames you know it's the substance it's this it's sexuality no no, no. it's having purpose in life <laughs> if you have no purpose in life you're going to look to fill it with something
0: yeah yeah you're damn right
1: and it, it's that's where it leads to self-destructive behavior but if you can have a fulfilled life and it's not about money once again so it's not about you know Wealth. No, it's about no, not. finding something meaningful in your life, whatever that might take. Yeah, boredom. Yeah, boredom's uh Sorry, Gabby, just jumping in there. Um, yep. yeah, you're you're bored. You have no purpose. You have no drive. You've you you rely on others to entertain you. You can't then. You know, do you know why some people can't sit and just silent? They start freaking out and getting agitated. No, the type of you know the then go yep. to substances because it just can't function. Yep. And then that becomes yep. a crutch and then that leads, you know, it's all that kind of stuff.
0: If you can't spend time by yourself, you've got a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's as far as, you know. And that's not saying
1: problem. you shun people. It means but, be comfortable in yourself first. Then yep. you can appreciate others' company. But you can also, when things are maybe getting too much or not you're not feeling right, you can step back and not feel like you're missing out. And it's the same as doing something in your life that doesn't require getting wasted or, you know, rubbing your bets up against somebody else. Yeah. Because that's where it stops being an indulgence and becomes a compulsion.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's so I wonder, I wonder if they would have ended up. Doing what they did if they were in our time now with all the devices and the technology we've got, if if um, if they were in front of screens, right, this would not have happened. I don't think
1: <laughs> I don't know. With because we see enough narcissists on the internet, they'd yeah. probably been part of council, they'll probably be around in a mob trying to get groups together pauline would have been the type that would join the groups so we'll see it with social media with groups and uh, a little plexiform. And no, i mean that that behavior doesn't go away
0: yeah no you're right i it it just crossed my mind though i was thinking if if they if they weren't so bored how
1: can you be right um sorry i wasn't like i'm just when you look at how they were the family was engaged they weren't just sitting, they were They're involved with each other, they had hobbies, they had school, they were inventing stories, they had play, because one of the one of the problems with today's people is they don't do imaginative play, that's why they're all, there's people acting out in their like 30s and 40s now, like children, because they never play it as kids, yeah. and it's partly because they're sitting with a stupid screen, and that's all yeah. they do, so they're, yeah, like right. I said, they're sitting staring at that, they're not, they um, Saw so, my steps on just like, no cognitive ability, don't know how to use like pencil and paper and draw. Yes. It's well, how to,
0: yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah, I know. It just, um, it just crossed my mind that's all, um, to do with boredom. And I was just thinking, you know, a lot of people head for the screens when they get bored, but you're right, they weren't that they didn't look like bored children, but their lives were full. I mm. mean. Juliet had was dressing up in princess clothes and running through the forest at 15 and playing with her brother,
1: even before Pauline came into the scene.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, and
1: we got the snippet of Pauline's family and how they end directed. So, yeah, these were people with full lives for a point. The major broken part was Juliet's parents, the fact that they abandoned her, in fact, the same distance would didn't get the father's, there's something going on with the father because it seems like he wasn't like that. He became that. Yeah. Because of whatever was going on with his position. Yeah. And his motivation for moving these places was to put somewhere healthy for his daughter, so you don't do that. The mother, on the other hand, total bitch. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. What does it say about marriage counsellors, huh?
1: Oh dear. Uh, Fun times. But there you go. We've been at this near two hours. Holy
0: shit. (laughs) And we could go for another two hours. I tell you, this movie was, you gotta watch it. It's brilliant. Yeah.
1: So, one of the questions we have asked at the start of this filmography is how did Peter Jackson get Lord of the Rings? Now we're seeing it.
0: We're starting to see it.
1: This like is. We are. Like we are. Um, it's such a. You know, I mean, you would think by the title and all, it was an understated throwaway movie. God no, this is deep.
0: Yeah, it is. It is, and it's still talked about today. You know that that whole case and heavenly creatures, the movie, still talked about today. Yep.
1: There you go. Um, highly recommended definitely check this one. I didn't think this was one I was going to enjoy. I didn't I actually didn't know what I was going to think about it. Wow. No wow,
0: and I would definitely say anybody can watch this film. Yeah, it's not going to traumatise anybody. <laughs> um, no, no, no. No trigger warnings for this either. Yeah.
1: Just if you think about it and the actual why it happened, you, that's what'll you'll make you think. Yep. Now, if you don't like thinking, that might traumatise you. <laughs> like our troll look came on last time that she obviously doesn't like to think
0: oh my goodness
1: I just, I'm I just, I just so happy we'll have a troll now it's great, we've made it
0: Yay! but I don't think she's going to come back and troll anymore
1: <laughs> I, I hope she does I do, part of me hope she does because I just want to get stuck in I know I'm. Oh.
0: yeah, <laughs> better. Uh, that. I can see that.
1: On on that note, though, this is a brilliant movie. Gabby made a great point there. It, it hasn't aged.
0: No, it hasn't aged. Not at all.
1: It's uh, this. This goes under ten. I mean, you can watch this ten years from now and you still you not feel like yeah. anything's wrong with it. No. Brilliant storytelling. Makes you question everything. Um characterization. Oh my god. On point. You can't you know I mean this is what you need, but when you don't have you did have special effects, but characterization, it doesn't matter about special effects, the fucking characters is what leads the story.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Well folks, um (laughs) we'll wrap up here before we win the three hard (laughs) but i'll be like having to like knock us off to go to work <laughs> like, yeah i've
0: got things to do man
1: yeah, yeah we've got <laughs> stuff to do right we haven't planned we'll have not planned we have not planned for it to go this long but um Dale, thanks again for coming on always wonderful um i'll look up what the next one is but we're obviously going to carry on a couple of weeks time we'll, we'll do the next one yeah. um thanks everyone for the chat that was brilliant um the really good uh conversation we've had um uh, as usual we're going to do more again plenty of stuff coming up as always so Keep up the date with the channel, do the typey, clicky things. Until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific.